0: Hey there, Brittany here. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a special online mini training that I'm offering for free for a limited time. It's called Peace, Love, Stepmom. And not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, it's pretty freaking awesome. Peace Love Stepmom will give you the exact steps to take in order to create more harmony in your stepfamily without feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or bite your tongue or ignore your own needs just to keep the peace. Because if you are listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you know there's a big difference between not fighting and actually feeling peaceful. To enroll in Peace, Love, Stepmom and get immediate access to this incredible online course, head to peacelovestepmom.com and sign up. It's totally free. You don't want to miss it. So go to peacelovestepmom.com to enroll and get immediate access. Now, on with the show. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. What is up, beauty queen? You are listening to the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lynch, and I help stepmoms live happily ever after. Last week, some of you may know, last week was my birthday. Yes, yes. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. And if you are extra, extra observant, you may have noticed there was no birthday episode this year. Funny story, actually. My stepson's mother and I have birthdays that are literally one day apart. (laughs) My birthday is one day after hers. Do we need to talk about how much I used to wig out over that little detail? Because we can. We sure can. And you know, something that I've always had sort of a hard time finding the right balance of is how much do I share with you about the minutiae of my early stepmom days? Also, sidebar, I've been waiting to use the word minutiae in a sentence for what feels like ever. What a cool word. Anyway, I've always had a hard time figuring out how many details do I share with you, right, with my audience, How many details do I share about the literal agony I experienced as a new stepmom while still remaining aligned with the values I've built not just my business around but my life around? So if you've been listening or following for any amount of time then you probably know that I'm a big believer in not shit-talking, not venting, keeping conversations solution-focused. You can tune into the episode, if you haven't already, on the uncomfortable truth about venting if you care to hear more about why I take that specific stance. But anyway, I sort of... I guess, pride myself on not condoning the sort of what seems to be the standard way of approaching stepmotherhood. And I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. Stepmomming can be really freaking hard. It can be so isolating. It can be so frustrating And it can feel like there's absolutely nobody in the world who gets it. So when you meet another stepmom or group of stepmoms who understand your pain at the core of who they are, who wouldn't want to just vent or gossip or swap war stories or talk about all of the horrible things that have happened? But as validating as that can be, as good as that can feel short term, I've really never seen it do a whole lot of good in the long term. Now, I know that that's just a generalization, but from what I've seen, for the most part, talking about how hard it is to be a stepmom is not the golden ticket to loving life. In fact... It's usually quite the opposite. So here I am finding myself doing this delicate little dance, trying to figure out how much should I be sharing with you so that it feels relatable for you to listen, so that you know I have 1 million percent been down in the trenches of stepmotherhood. But how do I do it in a way that drives home the message that there is so, so, so much hope? Hear me say that. There is so, so, so much hope. There were literally days, literally, I say that way too much. I'm just realizing it. I apologize. I'll try not to. There were so many times in the early days that I thought it was going to physically kill me to be a stepmom. And I'm not actually being dramatic. I truthfully didn't believe that I could survive it. And if you asked any of my friends or any of my family what they thought, they probably would vigorously agree with that statement. So rather than go against what I value and go against what I believe in and get back down in the trenches so that I can describe what it's like down there more vividly, what I've decided to do for this episode is provide you with a bit of a Like a check-in, I guess. Like a little bit of a self-assessment for you to measure where you're at. If you really want to commit to measuring your growth, then you might consider coming back to this episode once every few months, once a year, and comparing your answers between those two points in time. And that way you can ask yourself... Am I growing as a woman? Am I growing as a partner? Am I growing as a stepmom? Am I growing into the life that I want for myself? What areas might need a little more attention? And so on and so forth. Because if you think about it this way, if you think about your life as a journey from point A to point B, wherever the next point B is for you, maybe that looks like building a better relationship with your stepkids, maybe that looks like working on your communication skills with your spouse, whatever point B is for you right now, then the majority of the actions that you take, really, you'd want to be sure that they were taking you closer to that, destination. And if you weren't able to get there in what you considered to be a reasonable amount of time, then you might ask yourself, what's happening with this vehicle, hypothetical vehicle, metaphorical vehicle that I'm driving, right? That's the check-in. Do I have a flat tire? Like, am I out of gas? Is my map flipped upside down? Am I going the wrong direction entirely? So little tools like this one can help you to evaluate the vehicle that you are metaphorically driving. So you can put some air in that tire that's holding you back or get your map flipped around and point the right direction. And this exercise is not about making yourself wrong or beating yourself up. It's really just about committing to getting to the point B that you want to get to in the most painless way possible. Because you deserve to live a life that you love living, period. So what I'm going to do is go through the three, I've narrowed it down to three of each for the sake of time. What I'm going to do is narrow down or go through the three, I guess, kind of unhealthy versus three healthy ways of showing up as a stepmom. This is in no way, shape or form an exhaustive list and Like I said, no matter where you're at, remember to treat yourself with compassion and with love. However you want to keep track of where you're at is fine, whether that's in a journal or a note in your phone or whatever that looks like. But the important thing that I would really, really invite you to do is to keep track in some way so that you can measure when you're growing. All right, so these first three thoughts, feelings, behaviors that we're going to cover are thoughts, feelings, and behaviors of an unhealthy stepmom, aka me seven years ago. So the first one, the unhealthy stepmom, past Brittany, might kind of one of the biggest ones that I see. Unhealthy stepmoms will blame the members of their stepfamily for how they feel. They blame the ex. They blame their spouse. They blame the stepkids for how they feel. They'll say things like, well, if she didn't do that, then I wouldn't have had to do this. Or if you would just stand up for yourself, then I wouldn't have had to play bad cop. And I used to be all about the blame. Well, if she would just get a better job, and if he would just grow a backbone, and if they would just acknowledge my existence, right? But what happens, what's actually happening When stepmoms blame the other people in their stepfamily for how they're feeling. They're literally, there I go again, they're getting onto someone else's roller coaster and then wigging out when the roller coaster does a loop-de-loop that they weren't expecting. When you put yourself at the mercy of somebody else's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, then what do you expect to feel? And the funny thing is, for me anyway, the thing that I hate most in the world is being told what to do by somebody else. So how I managed to survive for so long underneath the thumb of other people's fickle emotions is beyond me. And that leads me to the next mistake that unhealthy stepmoms are making. The second mistake that unhealthy stepmoms are making is only being able to feel happy or feel at peace or feel, quote, unquote, positive feelings is when things are going her way. Now, my moods, my moods, boy, they used to change like the tides. One minute I could be laughing and joking around and having a great old time. And the next minute my stepson would do something at the dinner table that would trigger me. And it was like a dark cloud would just envelop me and swallow me up. And I would just be sitting there in this pool of my own misery. And you best believe that everyone else around me felt how miserable I was. I made sure of it. I'd put my husband on silent treatment almost instantly. I would ignore my stepson. I would complain to my besties. It was all very dramatic. Now, how realistic was it for me to expect That everyone else would just act and say and feel and do exactly precisely what I wanted them to do, just so that I could stay feeling good. Like when I phrase it that way, when I frame it that way, it sounds absurd, doesn't it? Like, who did I think I was to be able to judge other people for living their lives, feeling their feelings, spending their money? making their own mistakes. I'll tell you who I was. I was a grouchy old grumpy cat with unstable mental health and a drinking problem. Which leads me to mistake number three. Brittany, what do we have behind door number three? Great question, Brittany. Behind door number three, mistake number three that the unhealthy stepmom version of me was making was being unable to sit with or be with uncomfortable emotions. So, uncomfortable emotions are different for everyone, but for me specifically, those were emotions like jealousy, anger, envy, embarrassment was a big one for me, shame. Big one, grief, sadness. There was definitely, you know, thinking back, there was definitely a point in time that I was so out of touch that I wasn't even able to really distinguish the difference between shame and anger or tell the difference between jealousy and grief. I was so out of touch with what I was feeling that all I knew was that I was either A, happy or B, everything else except for happy. And anytime I felt anything in category B, I would lash out or shut down or try to numb myself because at that point in time, I didn't know what I know now about feelings, about emotions. I just knew it didn't feel very good to feel it. And I didn't know what to do with the way it felt in my body. So I was compelled to pick a fight with Seamus or call my bestie and gossip or do some shopping, or chug a bottle of wine. It seems so wild to me because I'm such a very deeply feeling person and I'm so, so, so sensitive to other people's energy and I can pick up on and perceive when there are shifts in other people's moods. So experiencing this range of emotions wasn't out of the ordinary for me, but rather, I didn't know what to do with those feelings when I felt them of my own, in my own body. And I see this all the time in the unhealthy stepmom category where it's like, holy cannoli, Batman, like there are so many uncomfortable feelings circulating around this step family. And this stepmom is so disconnected from her body that she's quite literally, there I go again, losing herself. She's burying herself in all of the things that she can so that she doesn't have to exist as the person who she is, exist living the life that she's living. I spent so many years being the opposite of present. I was so unconscious. I was so disconnected. And even though I may have tricked myself into believing that I couldn't get hurt if I didn't acknowledge what I was feeling, the truth was All I was doing was hurting. And so if you resonated with one or two or all of these, and you've acknowledged that you've resonated with them, then I want to tell you that I see you and the courage that it takes to do that. Because everybody wants change. But nobody wants to be the person who does the changing And so when we acknowledge these mistakes as mistakes, when we acknowledge that these sorts of behavior patterns are keeping people sick and sad and stuck, then we get to take back that power to change that and create an even better life. Now, how do we go about creating an even better life? Well, by doing the opposite of those first three things. It sounds, sounds kind of harsh, doesn't it? Oh, you want to have a happy step family? Well, just do the opposite of what, you're, of what you're doing. I don't mean it like that. I love you. This is what I mean by do the opposite. Do the opposite of what I did. Okay, you're great. Do the opposite of what I did. Okay, here's on the flip side. On the flip side. Here are three healthy ways that stepmoms show up. And when stepmoms show up in this healthy way, then magic can happen. That's when the self-love and the self-esteem and the self-compassion really get cooking. And the intimacy and the connection in relationships that we all crave can really flourish And the focus of every day moves away from just trying to survive, just trying to make it to bedtime, to actually having the space and the time and the energy to do things that you love doing. And that's what I live for. That is what I live to do is show stepmoms that yes, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's very, very bright. No matter how dark it might feel in there, there is a way through and it's very, very, very bright when you get to the other side. Now, the first of those ways of being for the healthy stepmom is first of all, Taking full responsibility for how you feel. Knowing, and more than just cognitively knowing, but fully embodying and understanding that the way that you feel has absolutely nothing to do with other people when you recognize that other people might trigger you and they might annoy you and they might aggravate you and they might hurt you. But at the end of the day, you and only you have the responsibility for how you feel. Now, just the other day, we went to drop my stepson off at his mom's place. And there was a for sale sign in her front yard. So I said to Seamus, oh, she's selling her house? And Seamus told me, oh, she's already sold it. So not only had he not told me that she was listing her house and trying to sell it. He also didn't tell me that she had actually sold it. So this is something that was a process for a little while. And I had no idea. Like I had zero idea that she was moving. So at first I felt that familiar prickle, right? That prickle, that skin prickle of annoyance and anger and almost like a wave of nausea, like anxiety in a pit in my stomach, but like hotter. I felt this prickle like rise up and immediately, instantly, I started getting thoughts like, oh, must be nice to just sell your house whenever you want. Oh, must be nice to just collect all of that cash, right? Like the shitty committee started chirping, I was just having all these salty thoughts towards Seamus for not telling me, right? Like, how dare he? Nobody ever tells me anything. Nobody cares about me, right? Yada, 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 blah, 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 brickity blah. But it was literally, fuck, I can't stop saying it. I I'm trying. This is me trying. It was maybe only two seconds that I let those thoughts run away before I was able to kind of rein those thoughts in and then let that go. But old me, unhealthy me, who blamed everybody for how I felt, you best believe there would have been a blowout between Seamus and I. And you best believe I'd be Facebook stalking the hell out of his ex. And probably, if we're being honest here, I probably would have pulled up the real estate listing to see inside of her house. But I did none of that. Why? Because healthy stepmoms who take responsibility for how they feel preserve their energy and their time for the actions that support the life they want to live. And so this leads into the second way that healthy stepmoms think, act, etc., in their stepfamilies, in their lives. The second healthy way the healthy stepmom is, be's <laughs> way of being, is that the healthy stepmom has a high level of compassion for herself. And as a result of that, has a high level of compassion for other people. In other words, when your stepchild, three or 13 or 30, when your stepchild is throwing a tantrum, you compassionately understand that they are working their feelings out and that they have every right to do that even if it makes you feel uncomfortable or when your partner's ex loses their marbles about a pair of shoes not being returned, you compassionately acknowledge how frustrating that might feel. Even if you wouldn't personally feel or act or react the same way over a pair of sneakers. Compassion is one of my favorite tools for so many reasons but mainly because in order for someone to have a highly developed sense of compassion, really what it shows is how much they accept and love themselves. And someone who accepts the deepest, darkest, most shameful parts of themselves sees the deep, dark, shameful parts of other people in a much different light. And finally, behind door number three, the healthy stepmom acknowledges the importance of each and every single emotion along the full range of human expression. So this past weekend, I just taught another healing from your partner's past workshop. And one of the pieces of the curriculum in the healing from your partner's past workshop has to do with exactly this, with this full range of emotion. With this full range of your humanity, your humanness. Not going to get into the research in this episode, but the fact of the matter is that, as a general rule, people have learned that it's only okay to feel good, quote, good feelings. And it's not okay to feel, quote, bad feelings but let me ask you this and really like chew on this for a while. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself, why is it that feelings like anger and sadness are considered to be bad? Like people every day watch tv shows that make them feel uncomfortable like me and my serial killer documentary spree people watch scary movies that give them anxiety and reality tv shows that make them feel spiteful or angry or lusty so why is it that when we have a feeling when we're observing somebody else's life we think it's okay Yet, when we feel this certain way in our own body about our own life, most people tend to seek to avoid those feelings. So, the healthy stepmom not only accepts but appreciates all of her emotions, she's present and not distracted. And not avoiding. She's curious and non judgmental. She's mindful and conscious. And most of all, she's earned her freaking stripes. For the most part, getting to these healthy places that I've just listed off is nothing more than a practice. So some people listening might be like, well, I don't just I just don't have the personality for that. I'm way too high strong or yeah, but Brittany, if you only knew my specific circumstances, then you wouldn't think I could get to those places. Or maybe I even triggered you and you might have thought, how dare you judge me, you crock wearing bun rocking butthole. But if you take anything away from this episode, let it be this. Becoming a stepmom who feels fulfilled and accepting and confident is as much of a practice as swimming is. None of us are born knowing how to be stepmoms. In fact, for a lot of us, it actually might feel quite contrary to the life we dreamed we would have when we were young. But this life is way too short and goes by way too fast to be anything but confident that you're at least aimed in the general direction of where it is that you hope to end up. And wasting hours and days and years of my life obsessing about how close together my birthday is to my husband's ex wife's birthday, or trying to look up her house listing on MLS, or fighting with Seamus is generally not the direction that I hope to end up. So, just to recap very quickly, The three kind of top mistakes that the unhealthy stepmom is making is number one, blaming the members of their stepfamily for how they feel. Number two, the unhealthy stepmom is making the mistake of only being able to feel happy when things are going her way. And the third mistake is being unable to sit with uncomfortable emotions. And on the flip side, the healthy stepmom, first of all, takes full responsibility for how she feels. Second of all, has a very highly developed sense of compassion for herself. And finally, the healthy stepmom acknowledges the importance of each and every single emotion along the full range of humanness. So keep going. You've got this. I believe in you. I know that it can be hard but it's a practice. It's a skill. It's not a trait that you're born with. Being a good, happy, confident stepmom is not a trait that some people are born with and some people just don't have. It's a practice. And the light at the end of the tunnel is really and truly and honestly there. So keep going because you... My queen, you deserve an even better life. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing, and if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review, and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams, and I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five star review. I will see you next week. For more behind the scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy, send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend.